Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Hello, my Level Up family. I am extra excited to be here with all of you today. So this podcast, I'm recording in advance, but it's coming out on Monday, May 29th. And it's the day before I started my journey as an entrepreneur. So it really hit me that I was like, this is so significant to me that I really want to be sharing this with all of you. So tomorrow I'll be celebrating and reflecting. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this on drop day, will be May 30th. But today on May 29th, 17 years ago, I was at an infliction point. I was at a crossroads. I was at a backyard barbecue. A business was shared with me, a company, an opportunity, and an industry that I knew nothing about. But during this conversation, my soul came alive. And today, 17 years ago, as excited as I was, I had doubt. I had fear. I was, in my mind, I was too busy. In my life, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I wanted more, like so many people today want more, but I knew that in order to create more, it took courage. It took faith. It took thinking outside the box. I was really nervous, but I jumped anyway. And I want to share this story with you because no matter what it is you do for a living, okay, there are pieces of this that you can apply to your life, whether it's taking that leap of faith into a business or a leap of faith into, you know, the next level of your career or relationship or a move, whatever it is, because my friends, we're, we aren't here for good. We're not, we're not here to just get by. We are here to thrive. We are here to thrive. And every single year on May 30th, it becomes more and more and more sentimental to me because 17 years ago, I made a decision. Like when I was really thinking, do I start this business? Do I start this business? And I I was toying all these thoughts around in my head. What it really came down to is what could this, if I pursued it, do for my family? What would it do for my household income? What would it do for me, me, me? But each year, every year that passes, I see the lives that have been changed, the dreams created, the leaders that have emerged. And when we become more professionally on every level, we inspire others to become more. So I wanted to share my story with you because I really love stories, but I also believe there's so much value in a story. So first, I want to share a story of failure with you. I'm a really big believer that things happen for a reason. I believe there's a gift in every adversity, and I believe we learn in the valleys. That's where we're building our resilience. So in my first semester of college, not really proud of this, you guys, I got a 1.7 GPA, a 1.7. Now, I really just want to be clear Um, and I think I've explained this somewhere on a past podcast. I don't even know. That really happened because I got an F in a class. So it brought down my other averages. But the reason I got an F is for attendance. Okay. It was for attendance. I, 
I overslept for some of my classes. I was one of those kids that my parents were super strict. And when I went to college, it was like somebody let like an animal out of the cage. And I was so excited that I couldn't wake up from my classes. I'm not justifying it. I'm just giving you the backstory. Okay. So I don't know if this is better or worse, but the 1.7, right, was not because of my grades. It was a result of my attendance. So lesson number one, always show up. Always show up. No matter what you're doing, always show up. So I may have socialized a bit too much my first semester and I slept through my classes. And I have to say that my father was furious to say the least. I pay for my children's college and like now being on the opposite end, I can see why he was so mad. So I was a business major and after my first semester, I got good grades However, the 1.7 was really not helping my GPA. So my counselor suggested that I take a class to remove the F. So I looked at the list of classes and I saw public speaking and I thought, huh, this sounds amazing. This sounds easy. I'm going to sign up. And at the end of the semester, I had a speech and I had to give that speech to about 50 students. And honestly, I don't even remember what it was on. I really don't. But I'll never forget once again, another infliction moment in my life, I sat down, I looked at my sorority sister who was sitting next to me and I said, literally, I don't know what my future holds, but I see a microphone and I see millions of people. And I ended up graduating with a double major, business and communication. So maybe if that F didn't happen, we all wouldn't be here today. So another lesson because in our story, there's so many lessons. Your story has lessons. Embrace your failures and use them to propel your purpose. So my journey as an entrepreneur and a network marketing professional began on May 30th, 2006. And prior to that, I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. Prior to being a stay-at-home mom, I was the director of training for a large pharmacy company. And I was one of those women who thought I would always work. Like I didn't understand stay-at-home moms. I just didn't. I was like, why would they want to stay home all day with their kids and give up their personal life until, until my first baby, Brooke was born. And so I had three months maternity and all I could think about was being home with her. I didn't want to go back to work. I thought that I loved the drive, but at that moment, I didn't love anything more than I loved her but I didn't build choices. So often we think we don't need choices. So another lesson, building choices is powerful. And now I feel so grateful that I can offer choices to other people. People can love what they do and still build a business. So three months later, I gave birth to Brooke. I was out on maternity leave. And three months later, I returned to work. 12 months later, I was pregnant with my son, Tyler. And at at that point in my life, we had our first home. We were living with my parents. We were having a, a new home built. And the plan was to work until Tyler was born. Like it just made sense. We're living with my parents. Brooke will be two. Tyler will be newborn. We we have such an opportunity while our house is being built. Save, 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 right? Two incomes. Save as much as we could and then walk away and be a stay-at-home mom. But during the time that I was living with my parents, I got a promotion at work and my new position was much more time. Same scheduled hours, but I was never there for my scheduled hours. I was staying until the job was done to excellence. So I told my boss, like, this is just not enough. Like I, this is just not enough. 
it's not enough money for the amount of time I'm away from my family. And in my mind, I would, you know, when I got this promotion, I thought it was going to be like way more money than my, than my position prior for the amount of time and for the amount of effort that this new position would be. And so I got a raise at the time. I think it was a 10% raise for the promotion. And quite honestly, it should have been double my income. So I told my boss that it wasn't enough. He went back to his boss and I got a raise from 10% to 12%. And I remember just saying, this is not enough. I am worth so much more than that. And he said, you know what? I agree. I think you're worth millions, but I can't pay you what you're worth, Deb. I can only pay you what the position is worth. I want you to really think about that. How many of you, maybe like me, had this job that you were good at and you liked and it was professional, but you were being told what you were worth? That was a very Jerry Maguire moment for me. I quit. And the plan was to be saving every every penny I had. But I, I, I told my boss at the time, like, I want to be paid what I'm worth. And you know what he told me? It doesn't exist. And so when I did pursue my business years later and I promoted to the top level in my company, I sent him a picture of my success story with a post-it on it that said, I found it. I found it. So I walked away from this job in this Jerry Maguire moment, and I was home with my kids for five years. And after being a stay-at-home mom for two years, I and I was in my bliss the first year. Like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. This is amazing. I could take care of my children. This is the most rewarding and fulfilling job that I've ever had. But then after two years, I felt like something was missing. A part of me had died. And I would lay in bed and think, how can I love my kids so much? And this is not enough for me. I miss the drive. I miss the ambition. I miss the fire that burned in my soul, making me, me. So I began to journal. I began to pray. I was looking for more. I was looking for more time. I was looking for more income potential. I was looking for an effort-based business. I've always had an incredible work ethic and I was not afraid of hard work. I was looking for the ability to coach others to greatness, the ability to travel, no glass ceiling for income, the ability to build what's possible, the ability to create time freedom and still be present with my family. And I journaled and I journaled and I had insane faith that it was coming. And then here we are. I was at a backyard barbecue, May of 2006. I was at my cousin's house. I met my cousin's neighbor. She seemed really nice. We chatted. We started to share what she did. I had never heard of the company she was aligned with. I was being polite. I was showing interest because that's what people do, right? What do you do? What do you do? And then all of a sudden it hit me. I'm thinking to myself, I think she thinks I'm going to do this. I'm not doing this. I'm not selling products door to door. My body language changed. I pulled back. In my mind, I had a vision. I saw myself on a bicycle giving out catalogs and hand creams to all of my neighbors. I was even thinking in my mind, if she could get out of my personal space, that would be awesome. She then asked me two questions, and I I really want to ask them to you today. Where will you be five years from now if you keep doing what you're doing, especially financially? And what if something unforeseen were to happen to the main source of income in your household? How long could you currently go on what you have saved? What's your plan B? And at that moment, I realized that my plan B was that nothing would happen to my plan A. The truth, I didn't have a plan B. And at that point, I was intrigued. So here's the lesson. I kept pulling back. 
My body language said I'm not interested. She kept leaning in. She kept casting a vision. Vision. She kept sharing her heart. Some would think that's pushy. I call it passion. We talk about getting in front of people, right? In my industry, share what you're doing. Share the products. Share the business. To share the story. It's more than that. It is more than that. It's not just that we're sharing it, but it's how we share it. I could have easily been a face. I could have just easily been a person. And she said, check, I shared it. I shared my vision at a backyard barbecue. I'm a very bottom line person. And so when she started to get me intrigued, I asked what the income potential was. I saw the averages. I saw what was typical. But my imagination saw what was possible and my heart was racing. I felt like leaving that backyard barbecue with a cape on. I felt invincible and I didn't even start yet. I left with with samples of the products and three success stories. People who had grown their businesses to the top of the company and I read them and I read them and I read them and I read them and I identified if them, why not me? But this is what happened on my way home, doubt fear. The voice is in my head when something like this, Deb, who's going to join you? What are your friends going to think? You've never sold a thing in your life. Brooke is six. Tyler is four. Ryan and Bailey are one and a half. You're watching seven kids, which I left out. I was watching seven kids under the age of five in my home for extra money. You don't have time. The opportunity will still be there in a few months or a few years. I was talking myself out of my greatness. Have you ever done this? Have you? We have so much inside of us and we all talk ourselves out of our greatness from time to time. Why? Because living in our greatness is uncomfortable. Growing to our greatness is uncomfortable. I went home that night and I couldn't sleep. I was in, I was out. I was exhausted by the time I had woken up. I had never built a business like this before in my life. I had never sold a thing in my life. I thought to myself, I can't sell. I I can't sell. And how many of us, we tell ourselves those lies all the time. We sell every day. We go to a good restaurant. We sell. You hear, if you love this podcast, I would appreciate, go tell 20 of your friends. You're sharing, right? You go to a good restaurant. You're sharing. You're telling your friends, right? But here's what it did for me. Here's what that conversation did for me. I wanted more out of life. I had a good life. I wanted a great life. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. I took a deep breath. I called the person who shared the company with me at 7 a.m. I got her voicemail. I left her a message. Call me back. I am ready. I'm all in and I'm ready to go. And she agreed to come over and get me started. And I want to share with you what I did. It Because next, it was another infliction point for me. We come to so many crossroads on our journey to success. And every single time we come to a crossroad, we have a choice, the path of least resistance or, or the path of comfort. And so I called my cousin. I was at my cousin's barbecue. I love my cousins dearly. This was the house that I was at when the business I am building was shared with me. I shared my excitement with pure joy. And he told me, don't do it. Don't do it. And my heart sank. I felt like, like, you know, like a balloon as like deflated, but I still joined because there was a deep, deep, deep knowing inside of me. Because so many people say, what are my odds? What are my chances? And I thought, you know, gosh, 
why not me? My odds are hundred percent. I'm betting on me. We all have people that were really excited and then poof, they're gone, right? They, maybe they start a business with you and then all of a sudden they're like, poof, they're gone. And people wonder why. I know why. Because they let somebody doubt them. They let someone talk them out of their greatness. They listen to the opinions of others. And my journey could be really, really different today. Not just for myself, but for my entire organization. The night That night I went back and forth. Should I start a business? Should I not start a business? Right? Should I? Should I? May 30th, 2006 is so important to me. My life changed that day. To me, it's like a national holiday. Every single year, it gets more and more meaningful to me because on our journey, we have the ability to take others with us. And my journey to the top of my company was not typical, right? No matter what you do. But for me, neither was my passion, wasn't typical. Neither was my activity, my belief, and my conviction. So I want to share another story with you. Two days after I started my business, I walked into my children's elementary school. I was so excited. I had this childlike belief. I couldn't wait to share my vision, my business, my products. And I walked into the school and somebody who was already in my business, not on my team because I didn't have a team yet. She was a a few management levels above me because I was brand new. She approached me. And quite honestly, my friends, I thought she was the welcome committee. Okay. So she came up to me and she said, are you Debbie Neal? And I was like, why? Yes, I am. And she said, did you just start your business with, you know, I never really mentioned the company because I'm aligned with a company, but I have so many people in network marketing and I'm just a stand for the industry. Right. And I like to keep that completely separate. But she said, you know, do you, did you start your business? And I was like, why? Yes, I did. And she proceeded to introduce herself and let me know that, you know, here's where I am. And she was clearly above me. And all I could think of was, oh my word, this, this person's like real life. She's, she already grew to that level. She's only two levels from the top. I was so impressed until she opened her mouth again and spoke. And then she said, um, I just want to let you know, that I've already spoken to everybody in this school and they're either already on my team or they're my customers. And for a brief moment, I felt like deflated. I was like, oh, but then it hit me. That is scarcity mindset. So I smiled. I built I decided right there to literally not listen. I'm thinking you're either like you're in my way. Okay. So I smiled and I built a huge business in that school and mindset and abundance is everything. So another lesson, be proud of where you are, but keep going. I can remember to this day when I promoted to the first management level, I couldn't wait to change my email signature. That's how we communicate with people today. Like right now you're DMing them or you're texting them. I didn't have texting. I didn't have social media. I emailed everybody or I called everybody. So when I changed, when I promoted, I changed my management title on my email and then I emailed every single person I knew. I wanted the world to know that I had a new title. I had promoted. I was so proud of where I was and excited about where I was going. I took ownership from day one. Every day, can be your day one. Every day is a new day to begin our journey. Within 24 hours, 
I had five people sitting around my kitchen table and I shared my vision. That's why my results are not typical. I started my business. I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Like I got it. It was like something, something came alive inside of my soul. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Like this is absolutely brilliant. So I had like an event. I invited everybody over seven days after I started my business. I wanted to share it, right? I mean, what do people do if you're a realtor? You have, you invite people over to hear about it, right? You, you have, you own a brick and mortar business. You're inviting all of your friends and family for you to cut the ribbon, right? I mean, that's what people do when they start a business. So seven days in, I had what I called a, you know, a business launch. I wanted to share it with everyone. And in my first week before this event even happened, I shared my business and my company with a hundred people, a hundred people. I got in front of a hundred people, a hundred people were willing to listen to what I have to say. And in eight days, the morning of my big, you know, reveal that day, I had nobody confirmed. I was like, wow, I invited so many people and nobody confirmed yet. But I had already enrolled four people. So I I spoke to 100 people. Four people said, I see what you see. I want to do this. I'm going with you. But I took ownership. What if I waited for the day of my event? And so what happened is I didn't have anybody coming on the day of my event. But I was... I I was pounding the pavement. I was knocking on doors. I was inviting people, right? I did have four people that believed in me. And on a percentage ratio, that's really not very impressive because I talked to a hundred. But what is impressive is the time frame. I chose to do what people do in months and years in a week. I I, I get so excited over what I do for a living because it's effort-based, right? So here's another lesson. This is this is why we don't compare. You can't compare your journey, no matter what you do, by the length of time you're in your company or your profession or your business. It's what you do in that time, the amount of activity on your calendar, because it's all about whatever you do, sharing it, exposing it, right? The day of my business event I was having, there were zero people coming that day. Zero. I was like, huh, I have a few maybes. And just so you know, a maybe is chances are a no. Okay. I made calls. I walked around my neighborhood. I shared with excitement. I could have settled for good. I already, gosh, I worked so hard this last week. I already enrolled four new people. I'm good, but I'm not here for good. You're not here for good. I'm here for extraordinary. Plus I knew the power of momentum. I knew the power of of with. So I ended up having 15 people at my, I didn't want to have a business event launching my new business with nobody there. We didn't have one, one sale. My products didn't even arrive yet. And no one joined me at that event. So on another note, I've had so many events with no guests. I've had people, I, I put stuff on the calendar and you guys, I was the captain of the dip club. I used to joke because on my way to sharing what I do, I ate all the dip. I, there was chips and dip. I ate all, I was the one eating it because not a lot of people came. Okay. So I remember at my own event, even people left and they were like, you know what, when you go earn this, when you create this, when you make it happen, call us. And I could, I could vividly remember thinking, hello, like, how am I going to do this? I want to build it with you. I'm not, I'm selling products. I'm building a team. If you don't join me, how am I going to achieve this? That was another lesson and another infliction point. I had faith. Most people need evidence. I was going to build it anyway. I was not giving this a whirl. I was all in. So here's another piece of advice. Anything worthwhile takes time. Commit for the long haul. 
I was a lifer. No matter who said yes, no matter who said no, no matter who doubted me, no matter what anyone thought, I was building my business. My mind was made up and there is nothing more powerful than a made up mind. I was, I was excited every day with a deep knowing I was going to be successful because my heart was convicted. Every day I was committed to meeting new people. My, my first month, I was like, you know what? I want, I want to share my business and my products, my business, and my products. I think I had 15 personal presentations on the calendar. I just wanted to share what I was doing. Right. And then I remember I, I mentioned that I, I had four people that wanted to do this business with me. I taught them how to do the exact same thing. We were selling our products. We were filling up our schedule. We were asking people to join us. We were in massive, massive, massive momentum, right? And so often we're looking for perfection. I'm going to share a couple of stories with you. So the first person, I mentioned four people joined me, the first person who joined my business. And what I want you to get out of this is so often we're looking for perfection, but when you're speaking with your heart and you've got like this vision and passion going on, like it all works out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that will keep them coming back. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed. Take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the e-commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. And I know from personal experience, I see shoes I like, merchandise I like all the time, Advertise with Shopify on Facebook and Instagram. I've ordered many things and have been extremely satisfied with this brand. So now is your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sh- sign up for free trial at shopify.com slash level up, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash level up to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash level up. When I first started my my business, I was on my front porch and I was like, who's going to join me? Who's the first person I'm going to join that's going to join me? Like, I want to share this with people. Like, I believed I I dis, like discovered oxygen. So I went to this woman's door. I knew her because our boys were in kindergarten together. And I knocked on her door and I was like, hello, how are you doing? I knew her, but I was never in her home before. Okay. So that's tells you the extent of our relationship. But I said, I, I just started this business. I'm really, really excited. I was going on and on and on and on and on. And I was like... You need to, and she's like, you know what? I've been looking for something. I think my mind is really open-minded. Maybe I'll, I'll take a look at this business. I go, amazing. I go, here's a number. I want you to dial this number. It's going to tell you all about the company and all about the opportunity that is involved. I'm going to, I'm going to call you back in 30 minutes and we're going to talk about this. And here's a sample. I want you to try these products. Okay. So I'm calling her back in 30 minutes. I'm calling her back in 40 minutes. It keeps going to voicemail. Hour and a half later, she calls me and she goes, um, I don't know what that was. I think it was a training call because it didn't tell me anything about your company or the products. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So now you're trained. Amazing. I'm like, use the products. So long story short, she's like, you know what? I'm really excited. I believe in this. I looked up the product ingredients. I've, I've read about some of the stuff. I'm going to do this with you. I'm like, amazing. Come over tomorrow. We're going to get you started. 
And long story short, she called me up in the morning and she's what what she said was, I'm not going to be able to make it today. But all I heard was, wah, 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 wah. And I was like, no, you need to figure it out. You need to come. This is too big. And I wasn't acting that way to be arrogant. It's because I was so excited. Like, like if you had tickets to your favorite concert in the whole world and you were taking your friend and all of a sudden they're like, I can't, I, I can't make it. You're like, no, you need to figure it out. Like, this is too big, right? So it wasn't. I was doing it because I had this pure, pure, pure love. So long story short, she was like, okay, I'll come. And she came that day and I was wondering why she was walking in the rain. I couldn't figure it out. Well, it turned out I saw her, she she came, she started her business. And that night I saw her husband on the T-ball field and I'm like, you know, she started her business today. She's so excited. He goes, I know. And she got robbed today. I'm like, she got robbed? What? She? I was with her all day. She didn't tell me. Long story short, I called her up and I go, did you get robbed? And she goes, yeah. I go, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I tried to tell you this morning and you said, I don't care, walk. Well, long story short, her her, her car got robbed. And and so at the I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, she still came. And she still came because she was like, you were so excited. Nothing was going to change if I stayed home. Nothing was going to change if I stayed home. So where's the lesson in this? Be excited. Don't look for perfect. I don't pretend to be perfect. I am far from perfect, but people are drawn to passion, right? So it was the end of my first month and we had a vacation planned before I started my business. And so there was one of the uh, my four people that I mentioned that started a business with me and she was going to be having her event where she was sharing the business and everything the last week of June. I was really nervous to tell her, I, I can't come. Like I brought you into this business. I had a, excuse me, a vacation plan before and I'm going, but we were in so much momentum and you don't put off business. So the person above me agreed to do the event. And I figured that was a great thing. I was, I was actually very excited to tell her that she'd have someone with more longevity than me, somebody with a much better management title than me or a bigger one. I shouldn't say better, but she wasn't happy. And this was one of the best compliments that I ever received in my business. Now, mind you, she had never met the person above me. So this wasn't about her. But what she said to me is, I don't care about the title. No one has a vision like you. And my friends, I promoted to the first management level that month. Letters don't define you. My email signature may have said one thing, but my vision was being at the top and I shared it boldly and I shared it vividly, vividly. Okay. So I want to share another story with you. And again, my results are not typical, but in my first month, four people caught the vision. Four people joined my business, right? I was selling product. They were selling product. I had 15 personal presentations. I taught my consultants to do the same. We had so much going on, so much activity. I was new. It was so easy to get lost in my existing business. But the following month, I was like, this is too good. I need to share this with more people. There's so many people out there that want what I have. They're looking for something extra. I was on a mission to the top. I was building with. I was creating momentum and urgency mattered. The goal was not to get to the next level, but to grow through it, to grow through it. And I want to share one of those stories with you that happened the following month. We had just launched to our first international country. I get this question all the time. How do you have the business you have? And there's we could all talk individually about whatever we do for a living of what makes us different because we're all different. We're all extraordinary. We're all special. 
but I, I know that one of the things is I'm sometimes willing to do what the average person's not willing to do. So we had just launched to our first international country and I was like, oh my gosh, I know one person. She worked for me when I was in college. So I don't want to date myself, but it was I was 36 at the time. She worked for me when I was in college. And I was like, this is too good. I have to tell her about it. I wasn't afraid to hear the word no. If you're in any type of sales, don't fear rejection. When you have it in your heart that you're truly serving someone, I'm here to share. I'm here to serve. Every day, I'm 17 years in and I'm just a as passionate about sharing what I do and bringing new people into my business and, and helping them create a life that, that is so fulfilling. So long story short, I, I called this person, I got her answering machine. Cause again, no, no Facebook, no Instagram, no texting. I got her answering machine and I'm not telling you to do this. I'm sharing my personal story, but I was like, Grace, it's Debbie. And I, and I was so excited. I don't remember what I said, but I spoke to the, heard the answering machine go beep. I was like, Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I guess we're done. And then the next day I was, I was going out, sharing, passionate, called her again. Next day I called her again. I left her. I want to say it was 31 or 32 voicemails. Okay. And never once was I like, she's not calling me back. Why is she not calling me back? Does she think I'm pushy? I believed what I had was so important that I'm like, I hope nothing happened to her. I hope she's not stuck under a bus. That's how much belief I had in what I was doing. And I will tell you, she did call me back after 31 days. She said, I have two questions for you. The first question is, did you lose your mind? The second question is, what is this business? What is this company? I'm like, sit down. Okay. And that from that phone call alone and through a lot of trips and this person knows this person and this person and this person, I can't even tell you the size of that organization that it is today because it is massive. So my point is passion. People ask me all the time, how do you have the business you do? Be willing to go out on a skinny branch and put your heart out there. Be willing to put your heart out there. I could remember promoting to an amazing level. It was three months into my business. I went to my first conference. There was about 5,000 people there. It was my first big exposure to a big event for my company. There wasn't social media. I had a pink razor phone, right? I put in my orders on order forms. We emailed. A box arrived at my home teaching me how to build, and I built it. And my name badge said Debbie Neal with my title on it. I was so proud. I wanted everyone to see my badge. But I sat in that chair and I watched people train. I saw top income earners walk the stage and I felt myself slither in that chair in a good way. My vision expanded a thousandfold. My heart was on fire. I, I thought I got it. But after that event, I saw the big picture and I went back to my room and I called every single person that I knew. I scheduled an event at my home two hours after we landed. So my friends, I encourage you to do the same. Whatever, invite everyone to experience your products, your community, your business, your vision. I've been building this business for 17 years. And with my entire heart, I know that the best is yet to come. And those are just a few of my stories in my first few months, but I'm so sentimental about my anniversary. So I thought today was the, the most appropriate time to share them. And I, you know, if there's so many stories that I have now, it's, it's mind boggling and I wouldn't change a thing. So here's, here's what, what I want to close with. Just some of my tips, whatever it is you're building, decide, build rock solid belief, stay the course, build your mindset, lead by example, 
Strive for excellence. Never stop digging your heels in. Love the journey. Be proud to be a leader in your company. Believe. And while you're doing all of this, have fun. Have so much fun. And I also want to leave you with this piece. Like if you're if you're like, huh. Now, if you're in my industry, you're in my company, you know what I do. You take this information, you go build the business of your dreams. If you're listening, you're like, huh, I don't have a business like Debbie's. What, what does she do? I'm a little bit intrigued. Reach out to me. Reach out to me because here's what I want to let you know about me. I don't know how to fail. There's never any guarantees in any type of success, but there are two types of coaches in this world. Those that coach not to lose and those that coach to win. And I'd love nothing more than to be coaching as many people as I can to win because I'm obsessed about what I do. And I, I I think it's just such a light in this world. So I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this special day with me. I am so grateful.